Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. The fight is growing. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Frequency. My name is Ryan Treasure. We have another action-packed show for you uh, right here with some great interview topics. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about security, uh, right? Do you guys feel like you're safe? Uh, you guys know everywhere you go, uh, there's cameras. Uh, you go to the mall, you go, uh, you know, go to McDonald's, they got cameras. Everybody's got cameras, it seems like. Uh, but are we really safe with all these cameras? So we're going to get into the nitty gritty a little bit about that today as we interview CEO and president of Guard One Security, Mr. Bob Copeland. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you. So we appreciate you taking some time out and sitting down with us to talk about this topic today, uh, this topic of security. Earlier this week, I did an interview with a gentleman. Uh, we talked about cybersecurity. We were interviewing uh, and talking about different ways people can kind of keep themselves safe with their emails and passwords and all that. So this is a, a great extension of that show to talk about your physical security, your surroundings, your places that you go, things that you do. And uh, Guard One Security has been around for a bit doing uh, exactly that with video monitoring and uh, armed. Uh, uh, do you guys do armed guards or just standard guards? No, we do armed and unarmed. Uh, you know, me living here in Arizona, uh, I am a, a big believer in the Second Amendment because I'd rather have one and not need it than need it and not have it. So that's my take on that one. So, Bob, tell us a little bit about uh, Guard One Security and, you know, what what uh, what made you kind of follow that path and uh, where did you find your frequency with security? Well, I was in the chemical industry for years as an executive. Uh, I was the president of a chemical company that got sold back about in 2000. Uh, and when I got out of that business, I wanted to try to find an industry or, or a commercial venture that pretty much would be guaranteed to grow in an environment, uh, e economical environment that might not be uh, so uh, attractive because I felt like recession was on the way and turned out I was right. Uh, and I looked around and uh, a lot of different things, construction, various other things, and I came up with this uh, security company I looked at. And I couldn't find anything wrong with it except the fact that it had a manager that wasn't very good at all. So I bought the little company from him and decided I'd turn it around and everything else is history. We soared and with the eagles on it and grew like crazy. Oh, that's awesome. What a, what a cool story to be able to, you know, take a, a fledgling business and, you know, give it a give it the old 180 boot and uh, reboot it back into something that's profitable. That's uh, uh, very much in tune with a lot of the things that we talk about here on Finding Your Frequency. I mean, you know, that's a, a heck of an entrepreneurial plunge, as we say, you know, you, you, you jumped on the plank and jumped into the unknown. Uh, I'm sure you had no idea uh, not coming from the security background. So there's probably some challenges in growing the company and and that's such uh, from from being the founder and CEO and, and bringing that to life. Tell, tell us a little bit about how you grew the company to what it is today. Well, the first thing I did was I, I made sure that I understood what the clients needed. I visited the clients and there was two main concerns. One is protecting and keeping their people safe, the people that work for them, the customers, people visiting them. And the other was protecting their property, keeping people from stealing stuff, from damaging material, just through vandalism. 
So it, it's protection of property and protection of people. And that's one of the things that was very appealing to me. It's not just a job. Uh, if you do this right, you get a lot of satisfaction because you're really helping people out. You know, and that that's that's number one right there. Uh, you know, we talk about it on almost every episode. You know, it's the idea of service, right? Uh, you got to be able to service uh, your customers, your clients, uh, and and as you serve the service their needs, uh, then your success comes by way of that service, right? That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Well, you know, I I uh, I think this topic probably comes up every show with uh, the folks we interview that are running and operating their own businesses about the idea of service. And, you know, so that's great that you're always listening to your your customers needs. But uh, that that's lovely. Let's talk about security for a minute. Right. I, in the beginning of the show, I was, you know, saying, hey, there's cameras everywhere. Everywhere you go, you see, you, you feel like you're being watched by someone. Uh, and so my question is for you is, uh, do all those cameras really make us safe? Well, the, most of the cameras out there, unfortunately, are what we call dumb cameras. They just record. They don't do any communicating. Uh, so to a certain extent, they provide a service, uh, even though they're not monitored, they provide a service in that they record what's going on. And if something bad happens, then the authorities can go back and look at them, and that will give them some information maybe they can use to find bad guys and arrest them. But there's so much crime out there and so few police that a lot of that information really doesn't get followed up on very well. Uh, but there are other other types of cameras out there that, that my company uses, uh, and they use analytics, which turn the cameras on when something bad happens, and they're monitored by someone. An alarm will go off in our monitoring center and alert us to watch the cameras, and then we can uh, direct a security guard there or direct the police there, call the police, set off the alarms, and make sure that something is actively done while the incident is happening, and hopefully the bad guys get caught immediately. Yeah, I think so many times when you watch the news and you look at uh, scenarios where a crime was committed, uh, that's usually what kind of video surveillance the police end up working with. You know, it's the after the fact recorded, you know, version. Somebody robs a, a convenience store or what have you. And then, you know, you see later on on the nightly news. Have you seen this guy? They got a, a fuzzy picture of him that's all pixelated. You can't even see who it is. Uh, how does your solution differ, right? Obviously, I know you mentioned that it, it's it's actively monitored, but how does your solution differ from a quality perspective so that way, you know, maybe you could actually see the person who's doing the perpetrating versus this, you know, nasty pixelated image that you see so often on the news? Well, in the first place, the guy, bad guys are very smart. They know to put a hoodie on so you can't tell who they are. Uh, but uh, we, when we use our video monitoring, we can actually talk to the bad guy. Uh, there, there are uh, speakers there and the microphones there. So if we see a guy come in and, and he, let's say he's trying to cut his way through a fence into a parking lot, uh, we'll talk to him. We'll say, hey, what are you doing there <laughs> trying to gut in here? This is private property. Uh, you're, you're under surveillance. You're being recorded and the police have already been called. And generally what happens is the guy gets so scared, he drops his tools and runs away. <laughs> yeah, you would hope so. I would scare the heck out of anybody. You would hope unless you're, uh, I guess, you know, maybe run into some folks that you, no matter what you, the operator tells them, hey, the police are on the way. They could be, you know, whacked out on drugs or something like that. Right. And probably not care. <laughs> yeah, but generally, if we've called the police, that's the kind of guys we catch and put in jail. And that's what we need. Yeah, that's fantastic. What a, what a good service. In jail. So what kind of businesses are, you know, the, the higher profile businesses that require, you know, this level of monitoring with your guys's uh, video surveillance properties? Well, there's a lot of different kinds of businesses. And generally what we do 
for the larger businesses is try to com uh, combine manned guard services with the video monitoring. But with video monitoring uh, complementing the guards, you need less guards than you do uh, uh, without the monitoring. For example, if you had a, a, t a 25-acre car lot uh, and you were a car auction uh, operation, you can't cover 25 acres with one guard. You maybe need four guards. But with the video monitoring, you can have one guard in a vehicle and then if we see something bad going on, somebody trying to break in the fence, we'll call our guard and say, hey, you need to go to the southwest corner of the property. Somebody's trying to break in. Or call the police and have the police get there immediately. Uh, so, so, you know, it's, it's a very uh, effective tool uh, to uh, uh, intimidate the bad guys. And once they know you're doing that there, they go somewhere else. They'll go steal somebody else's stuff. Yeah, it really gives you guys the ability to to hone the resources to uh, a specific area of need without having to provide like an an, an abundance of coverage, uh, you know, from the manned perspective. I really like that. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, technology and different, you know, use cases of technology and uh Obviously, you guys have these video cameras and you're monitoring them in real time, recording that stuff. Uh, video content just takes a ton of storage. So I would imagine you guys are deploying some type of uh, a storage technology uh, or, or something like that to kind of keep all that video content. Tell us a little bit about the technology that you guys leverage uh, to, to get your jobs done. Well, we use the top technology available in the country in terms of software. Everything is uploaded into the cloud, so it's there forever. Uh, so you don't have to worry about anything being erased. We also have uh, backup power to our operations. So if there's a lightning storm or something and one and we get zapped, we just cut on the backup generators and there we go. We're back up and running. Uh, the technology that we use also is uh, very good in terms of night vision, which is real critical because a lot of incidents happen at night. But we use uh, cameras that don't require any light whatsoever to record. Then you get a good picture out of them. And, uh, of course, our, our cameras also are incident-driven. The camera will lay there idle, not recording, until something sets it off. Now, that we can set it up to be sensitive to fire or movement or something else. You know, we can just set the cameras up to have analytics to cut on if certain events happen. And that makes them very effective. And the, and the key, again, is that you have to have someone in the proximity of the place so that they can respond uh, with a man, uh, a police officer or a guard, someone can get there and the bad guy will, will re realize he's being recorded and see someone coming after him and he'll leave almost immediately every time. Yeah, that's good. I'm sure you guys uh, keep track of uh, your use cases on that, too. What What is your success rate uh, for, you know, thwarting off the bad guys with your services? Well, it's very, it's very high. And generally what happens is once we, we do that once or twice at a property, uh, the incidents go way down. And that's the key. You, 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 the people, the bad guys out there learn that they're being monitored and watched if they go there. So they go somewhere else and word gets around, you know, that we're using this. And then other people call us and say, hey, we'd like to have that too. So we're doing a lot of different types of industries, a lot of different types of places. We've got <clears throat> video cameras in museum, uh, old folks' homes. Uh, large areas where they're uh, constructing solar fields uh, for uh, electric power generation, uh, construction people, uh, any place where there are valuables out there that if they're not being watched or protected, the bad guys are going to come and get them. And that, that's, you can, you can name a hundred industries where that happens. 
So it's a big market, and uh, and we're learning to be efficient in that the video monitoring costs very little compared with guards. So if you would have needed four guards and now you only need one, you can see the cost savings to the client. Yeah, and I guess if uh, if you have a business that has, uh, you know, an, an ex- it experiences, you know, a lot of traffic, you know, a lot of different people coming in and out of the business or, you know, through the business, around the business. I mean, that business kind of has a fiduciary responsibility to provide some type of security for, you know, not just themselves, but, uh, you know, the general public that's in that area. Uh, right. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, Guard One, one of our main concerns is protecting the people uh, that work for the uh, clients that we have. And it's not just property, what we discussed with the video monitoring was property. But I'll, I'll give you a for instance. If you've got a large manufacturing plant or operation of any kind and you've got uh, 500 employees working there, that means you've got a big parking lot. And that parking lot is one of the places where an awful lot of danger to your employees lurks. Uh, there are bad guys out there that will hide in the parking lot and wait. Uh, I, I don't want to be sexist about this, but they'll wait for women to get off work because they're, they perceive them as vulnerable and they'll follow them to their car and then try to carjack them or mug them and steal their purse. Uh, and with video monitoring, we can see the people in the parking lot that are lurking around there and, and get either the police or our own guards out there to chase them away before the people get off work. We do things like uh, provide what's called virtual tours for companies. They may not want the video monitoring all the time, but right before they open, and right as after closing or before closing, they want us to survey their parking lots to make sure there's no uh, dan- danger out there lurking for their employees. Another valuable service we can provide, and, and protecting people is even more important than protecting property. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, the the human element is definitely much more important, keeping all those folks safe from, you know, any of those activities that you mentioned while trying to transit to and from work is definitely, you know, something that all employee employers should should look at, you know, here at our studio in Phoenix, uh, we we have a a similar kind of scenario. Uh, There's a a guard that sits in a car all the time in the parking lot uh, and he's always available. And then, you know, every so often, every 10 or 15 minutes, our building's not very big. So uh, he, he walks around the building and checks everything. And, you know, the businesses that are closed, he makes sure their doors are locked and all that kind of stuff. But there's no video monitoring so I could see it if uh, if something was to happen on the other end of the building he wouldn't really know about it until he you know 10 minutes later till he walked over there so you I can definitely see how you know the addition of the video monitoring along with uh, a standard guard in those cases would be very helpful for uh, safety yeah that's one of the things you need to be careful for is in any type of business or even in your home or, or public environments like schools or, or public buildings like, you know, where they have the council meetings and stuff and there's always angry people around. You need to be sure you've got a, a good guard company that has good capabilities in various different ways. When I visit a client, the first thing I do is survey their property for them and with them. And I ask them a lot of questions about how they feel. How do they feel safe? Do they feel vulnerable? Have they had break-ins? Have they had thefts? I try to find what's going on so I can give them the best possible security solution. And I would, I would encourage anyone out there, uh, contact Guard One, and we'll do that for you. Or if you have a security provider, be sure that they're a good security provider. If they come in and just tell you what you need, that's wrong. They need to ask you what you need first so that they can get proper feedback about what your concerns are 
and then try to solve those problems. Bob, those are such great tips for the listening audience. Uh, you know, our listening audience is, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners. Uh, and so we want to make sure that they really listen to your message there uh, and, and, and think about that. Do you guys operate nationally? So somebody could call you from anywhere, right? Somebody can call us from anywhere. We have our own guards in, in a southeast footprint, everywhere from Texas back through Virginia and all down below that on the, on the east coast. Uh, we do our own manned guards there. We have about uh, 2,000 manned uh, guards that we can uh, d- uh, put anywhere we need to put them in that footprint. Uh, we also use subcontractors that we vetted, made sure they're properly licensed, properly trained, and properly insured that work with us as partners uh, for areas of the country that we don't cover physically with our own guards. But we're growing extremely fast. Uh, uh, we're, you know, When I first started the, co- the company, we weren't very big at all, but now we're ranked as the 17th largest uh, guard company in the country. And there's over 8,000 guard companies in the country. So we're, we're right up at the top echelon now and we're growing fast every year. So yeah. And you guys have 25 locations in 11 different States, right? That's amazing. That's correct. That's in the Southeast. And, and we got another acquisition coming on uh, in about two weeks and we've got several more targeted. So we're, we're getting national just as fast as we can. So the command center that you guys have set up for the video monitoring, you could def- you could say, okay, I can deploy video monitoring services in Phoenix, Arizona, monitor those in the command center here, and then subcontract uh, through one of your contacts for the for the guard portion, right? That's cr- that's correct. And and the uh, you know the way the internet is now, it doesn't matter where your command center is. Right. As long as you you've got uh, you need backup, you've got to have backup systems in case something goes down. But it's all done over the internet with IP addresses. Yep. So it's it's definitely national. Uh, or even worldwide for that matter. Yeah, I bet you though the command center is probably very similar to, um, you know, like a data center that houses a server farm, you know, the types of uh, of infrastructure that you need to keep that operational, right? Electricity, right? You got to have that and internet connection, uh, you know, uh, climate controlled. You have a lot of computers and equipment, I'm sure, monitors that you're looking at. Uh, and so some of those key factors for a data center would come into play with a command center of this type as well, right? That's, that's true, except the data storage part, because we store all that on the cloud. We really don't need a lot of uh, uh, data storage capability. What we do need is a lot of monitors and <laughs> monitors, that will, not monitors that will turn on when the cameras turn on. And we've got, we're capable of monitoring thousands of sites now. Uh, we wanted to make sure we got set up right before we moved into that part of the business. And a gigantic internet connection. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Backups and backups. Yeah. I I love technology. We have a a fiber connection here at our facility here in Phoenix that comes right directly off of the main co-location. And let me tell you, when we need some bandwidth, it's there. Uh, And we definitely enjoy every minute of having, you know, a gig gig of speeds plus. Uh, So it's definitely handy. Well, tell us, uh, 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 Bob, where can people find out more information about Guard One Security, your website, uh, and and, and all that stuff? Because to make sure people know how to get in touch with you well the web the website is www.guardonesecurity all lowercase guardonesecurity.com and on that website it'll have contact numbers you can you can use to to call about whatever concerns you have and it'll give a good uh, uh, overview of what we do and who we are so and and, and you mentioned uh, earlier in the show my bio my bio's on there so people can learn who I am 
so uh, you know, if they want to check us out, check us out on the internet at www.guardonesecurity.com. And uh, hopefully uh, some of your folks will have need of our services. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, I'm looking at this website. It's a very good looking website, too. You guys have done a, a great job of, you know, providing this information in an easy to read uh, layout in a manner so folks can get educated about that. Uh, Robert, man, thank you very much. I appreciate you joining us uh, on the show today. Uh, very great insights and information on uh, security. And uh, before we go, we've got any uh, pointers for our listeners on something they can maybe do at home to start the process of being a little bit more secure. Well, I think that uh, it's home. It's important to have an alarm system that makes loud noises because that will scare guard, scare, scare bad guys away. Uh, so don't, don't, don't get cheap on your alarm system. Get one that definitely will make some noise that your neighbors can hear. Uh, the second thing is I'm a big fan of the, the small cameras you can get now. They're very inexpensive, and uh, they do provide a recording of what has happened. And that is, is a deterrent to people. But you need to put you need to make the cameras visible from someone approaching your property you know put it out on the door where they can where it can be seen it may not be the prettiest thing out there but the bad guys look for that kind of thing and and all of your first floor windows should be very secure and you can buy windows that uh, resist being broken into and that's a good investment the first floor windows are, are paramount well, awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, Bob Copeland, CEO and president of Guard One Security, joining us right here on Finding Your Frequency. We thank you so much for joining us, guys. Make sure you go check out the website, guardonesecurity.com. Find out more about how you can secure your business.